your greatness because you're supposed to be meek and lowly in Christ's sake. Oh, this thing so vexed and made me so irritated. And how you so, oh, Pastor King, I gave it to him good. So you ain't no better than Peter. Because Peter denied Christ three times. Mm. When you choose not to stand up and speak on your greatness and the God that lives on the inside of you, yeah. how are you different from how Peter? Many, how many times will you do it? How many when times will you, you deny? You deny exactly. And you. that's what we said. Oh, you, oh, I gave it to him, Pastor King. <laughs> oh, yeah, we gave it to him, Pastor King. Mm-hmm. They denying the God in Yeah, him. you are denying the God in you before when you... Before the rooster crow. Uh, yeah, before the rooster crow. You're going to deny Christ three, three times. times. Yes, sir. And when you can't speak up for your greatness and say what you accomplished, if Christ lives on the inside of you, uh -huh. are you not made in the image and the likeness of thereof? Right. So how can you not be Christ-like? How can you not speak? It's in a chapter. I'm waiting until they read the book. I don't know. Oh, so they ain't even got it yet. They ain't even got it yet. And so, what, so that's how we're going to talk about where I am now. In this journey from just this word audacity because that was the word that I got out. That was the key from your book that opened me and unlocked me. Because we ain't watered down our God self no more for nobody. Not you hear me? For, not for now. Not for now. Nothing. See, the truth is that we're frequency, and we go through life tuning ourselves to different frequencies. And just like the radio, when you tune yourself to a certain frequency, you get what that frequency has to offer you. Welcome to the frequency that's all about turning you into a greater version of you. Welcome to the podcast that's offering you greater. You are now tuned in to the Greater Existence Podcast with me, the Manifest Mentor, Brian Hippolyte. Greater shall you be, greater shall you do, greater shall you have. What up, what up, what up? Turn your speakers up. We elevating the vibration. It's Brian Hippolyte, the Manifest Mentor, and this is the Greater Existence Podcast, episode 10. You hear me? I'm so excited because I get the opportunity to introduce to you formally. You've heard her uh, pop in and out once or two, once or twice, or maybe three times on the podcast before. Uh, but I get to formally introduce you to international best-selling author, Deacon Sierra Clark. I call her Deacon Clark. If Manifest University is a church, she is definitely the Deacon. She is definitely the one that's sleeping with everyone in the singles ministry, if you know what I'm saying. And what, uh, what I mean by that is she is the person that is showing a whole lot of love to the community. She is known as the heartbeat of Manifest University, and she is a heart coach, among other things. You're going to get to know, you're going to hear about it, and you're going to love her. She's going to bring a whole bunch of joy to your life. Sarah Clark. Y'all make some noise for we got We're going to have a wonderful interview today. Talking about life, legacy, generational wealth, and finding self. The, 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 the Greater Resistance Podcast. Because you've been bringing a lot to the table lately, huh? I have. It's, it's been really great. I really have. And I love that my brain is on. That's what I've been calling it. I love that I am allowing myself to be. I've dared myself to be a better version of myself. Okay. And you are now a international best-selling author, and that happened from your first or second book. It happened from it's actually my third book, because the second book is about my grandfather. Okay. Um, the anthology just kind of 
happened. Like Destiny brought it my way. And it's um, Repair of the Black Family Anthology um, from Sister Naira. She's a visionary author. But I have the privilege of having a chapter in this book. And it got international best-selling author. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. So that's the that's the third book. And uh, you said the second book is about your grandfather. And what is the first book? So the first book is titled Finding Sierra, um, A Journey to a Better Me. The only way out is in. Yeah, and it kind of just happened. It wasn't planned. I never thought about writing a book. I was told I should, but it was not my thoughts of doing so. And it just came at such what I now see as a divine, right on time, God-given and all these cool things you could put, but it was definitely the moment for it to happen. Tell us about yourself. Where did you come, where did you come from? Because, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, I, I put out five books. I'm not an international best-selling author on any of them. So, you are, you know, where did, where did you come from? with all of this glory and this power that is turning so many heads? So that's that's a good question because it goes around my second book of just understanding my history and my roots. And so being in St. Pete, born in St. Pete, I've always felt like, you know, I'm in St. Pete, but a lot of people used to be like, um, where you from? I'm like, I'm from St. Pete. It was like, no, you seem like someone. So I'm only really second generation to St. Petersburg. Like a lot of my friends are fourth and fifth generation okay so i'm only second generation my grandfather met my grandmother in um, like lake city he brought property in st pete and then they had my mom and then me so that's really new so they could tell by the way i walk i wasn't around here hey. <laughs> yeah and so to now understand this thing about me is what people could always see i just didn't know so why it's important to know your history and know your roots and where you come from because it empowers you, it gives you a better self-expression and feelings about you. I feel the same way. I feel the same way um, looking back on things that people saw in me in earlier days that I didn't see and that I didn't know was there. And although I always believed it was greatness within me like clearly there were people who even articulated them seeing so much that i didn't see and even you know in my early 20s and my teenage years and even in my adolescent years um going back to your adolescent years what was it like because you talk a lot about wholeness and moving from wholeness um but you didn't, you didn't come from that. So what? So what did that? What did that look like? Mm, it was confusing because what I felt on the inside was different from what I was seeing and feeling and watching adults do. It was interesting. It had to become what I made it because it just, it felt, um, I felt really out of place. Like I think I was saying how I could hear the hearts of the adults around me and how they weren't happy, but I was watching them do the same thing. And um, and because me being a kid, they wasn't listening to me and I could help them because I could hear their pain, so I could see. So they didn't listen because I was a kid. But disregarding that, I this is what you need to hear kind of thing. 
but because you are a kid they don't consider that your what you got to say is valid and so I withdrew I went within because nobody was listening and the feeling that I was feeling outward wasn't feeling that I was feeling inward like I wanted to love and help I would potentially go out of my way to do things just nice for people like I finally read the book because I wrote it but to read it was different and and I used to sit on the toilet for my cousin Kimmy because she didn't like to sit on the cold toilet seat I with my heart smiling would sit on the toilet seat for her to warm the toilet up for her I read that in the book and I cried because I love that. I love that about me. And so to feel that but not be able to give that to the adults around me, I went within because that's where it was. So I, it was withdrawn. Mr. Oliver speaks of me being in this dropout prevention program and, and I would always look at the floor. He said I never looked up. And I took that as being shy, but now in the place that I'm in now, I realize that just, that came from so many different things. Cause I had a lot to say, there's nothing shy about me. And so, no, that wasn't who I was. What made you like that? The MUS, that's what I refer to it in finance or like the made up stuff because things happened, I painted the picture because it made me feel a certain way. And granted, you got help because of the systematic thing that we're on, but even with that, you can't make an excuse that you are required to do something greater. And it's louder than anything now that I'm required to do something greater. And I'm listening and obeying and I like it. <laughs> like it, it, it's like what we've been always saying. Like the frequency, like a melody you always heard, but now you hear the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. That's a great that's a great way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> like melody like melody you've always heard, but now you know the lyrics. Mm -hmm. What got you on your path? What changed that? What changed that for you? What got you on your course? tired of my mess my own mess it was enough was enough because I had the people who was loving me people always loved me it was never that I wasn't loved you want some more champagne yeah I had had enough of my own mess and so again it wasn't that people didn't love me I always had people who wanted to do for some reason which now I can really identify that in line to what was stopping me from doing it and it was feeling like I could never do that because of the color of my skin because of the color of your skin uh -huh. so I found the root to the matter because it wasn't that I didn't have people like it was just nothing was really adding up to why I don't feel good about me a why I can't see greatness in me, a why I intentionally and I know I sabotage some stuff that had my name written all over it. But that feeling of you would never be good enough, you don't deserve, was that thin layer 
that I finally just removed. Because I'm deserving. I should, yeah. So, I should have a life that says that. But says that in one that represents Absolutely. And says that to what, to what I mean is deserving. Because we got our own definitions. So, um, I'm truly loving this space of finding Sierra. And just even the title is now <laughs> so profound. Because I found parts of me I didn't even know existed. In the writing process? In the writing process. It's so many holistic benefits to write. Like, I became an author, but I got things that money could never purchase. Yeah. It's stuff... Money could never give me this. Because I always had money. I never got this. We always had God. I've always believed. I never got this until I started acknowledging this and appreciating me. Because if I made in the image and of the likeness of, why would I not love me like the God that I am of? For sure. So... The loving of myself, the self-love, is just an appreciation of who I am. I've learned to be a gift to myself. Because I know I'm here to give. And I love it. But I'm also here to appreciate me as the gift that I am to the world. Right. That's big. That's big. So I was Googling you last night. You Google me. <laughs> you know, just doing my job. Okay. As a, as a journalist, oh, you, know, as you really checking you know, my credentials. You know, just, and I heard, you heard that your book came out a year after reading Manifesting You, 111 Keys to Unlocking Independence. Yeah. So, so, take, take, so that's the truth. That's a fact. That you read it. Well, you can't believe everything you read. You can't believe so everything. So you're absolutely right. Hence why my actions speak louder than my words. Right. Right? right. So, um, absolutely. If you read in the book, it's dedicated. There's a part that specifically says to manifesting you. Because the word audacity was like the key I needed to know that I can speak up and stand up for myself. I didn't always know that. And audacity came like a grounding word that we intentionally put in my vocabulary. Mm. Cheers. Cheers to audacity. Yeah. Hey, yes. Yeah. Because I... So t- take me back to, okay. how did you get the Manifesting You book? Uh, oh. mm. Okay. Because we in a better place. So, I was in a space I didn't want to be in. Dealing with my divorce, a new normal. I did not want to be there. Mm. And we were good at disconnecting. I told you as a kid. So I really could have not been there mentally but I was still there so I was good at checking out mentally but you still gotta deal with it so you might as well face it and deal with it so there I am and I'm learning to invest in myself I'm learning to cause myself is telling me we don't have enough like it's time into why I started talking to this third party cause I started talking to me like we watch you you don't speak up for us you let people walk over us you intentionally make us do things we don't want to do like no and i have enough so there it was invest in me Mm. so took money out of savings account was watching you on ig and was like it's something different about the way you speak 
like it was just something different so it's like let's let's learn more and we were invested i deserve these keys to figure out what can i unlock in me because i had tried everything else but the one thing i had not tried was being committed to me mm. was listening to my internal voice okay. was loving me the way that okay. i love get some for that. Hold on. <laughs> welcome to the greater existence podcast with me brian hippolyte the manifest mentor Manifest University impacts my life because it helps me have the accountability that I need. It shows me exactly the things that I need in being able to see myself and the ones around me. And then when I do have an issue, I can come and talk it through with them. Yes. You know, that's, that's important. Having that support system. Yes, it aligns with my children and how I interact with my children, how I help prepare them to have the tools they need for life. It's not just a university. We are a tribe and a family. Join Manifest University today to be in my daily calls, my weekly classes, and a part of our 24-7 community. You can go to brianhippolite.com or doumu.com to join Manifest University today. And I think what I'm saying my favorite one of God's paintings I appreciate everyone that's been vibing to my new EP Love Letters This song is called Paintings And if you haven't heard it yet, it's streaming on all platforms You are now tuned in to The Greater Resistance Podcast And so there I was, so I had ordered the book, took the money was actually on sale on 111. So I'm like, ah, it's time to invest in me. We had actually just left from going to do a photo shoot down in Miami. Well, we ended up book cover, ended up being just randomly. And that was on me listening to my internal voice, not knowing I was going to need it for a book cover. Wow. It just, it just literally all worked out. But also, again, telling myself, turning blue into a an attitude and not just my feelings, really where it stemmed from. So taking this blue, I was learning to transfer energy. Because if I can have it here, then I can push it where I need it, where it's gonna help me and benefit me. Sure. If I gotta carry it, I'm squad this shit. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> so we made blue, not just a blue feeling, but an, an expression and it became blue as an attitude. So we used that to start bought the book because we got this attitude now we got some audacity with the attitude so now i got the right to be who i feel that i've always thought i was but chose really not to be mm. regardless of what a person did or didn't do i had a choice in all of it so i chose regardless and we got this book we broke it over actually with ourselves it was a wash day Wash day, we sun dry this hair because it's natural over here. So we went outside with my Heineken because we was gonna drink us a cold beer and we opened up manifesting you 111 keys to unlocking your divinity. And I can't tell you if it was six minutes <laughs> inside of, um, or how long it was, but I closed that book because I felt like he was talking directly to I felt like you was talking directly to me. And I didn't like the way you was talking to me. And literally, I said, who was he talking to? And I closed the book. Like, no. 
and I left it for a week, but I had to go back to get it. Like, it hurt to be told what I needed to finally be told, but it was music to my ears, and it was food to my soul, and we was like, we want more of this. And a, and a year later, from getting those... Wait, wait, wait. Because I learned that I no longer had to be mastered by these things. These things no longer had to overwhelm me, take control of my day, tell me how my day would go, make me do things that I don't even want to do. Like, I was doing stuff I did not want to do. Stuff that we were screaming, no, don't do this, we don't like this. And we still did it. And just because something manifested or could happen, we convinced ourselves we were comfortable in it. And we weren't. So now I got this audacity. Now we done turned this pool into an attitude. So like I can like talk my junk and speak my truth and be who myself is telling me that we are. And and it's just been like opening doors. Like things have been coming. I got the keys to unlocking my divinity. Yeah. Literally, and I like there's videos. It's you Google, Google that. Pull that up. You had, I had you it all had over the walls. The, you had it. That's all I was about to say. You had the keys all over the walls. So as you were walking around and going through your house, you had different affirmations from the book and different keys from the book all over your walls. And that apparently was not only impactful for you, but it was impactful for those who were at your house or in your house. And would see these just statements of empowerment or high thoughts and high frequency and, 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 and vibration. And they saw the change and because the of the action. So okay. it wasn't just the words on the wall. They could see the actual change right. because of the intention. Like that was my control alt delete moment. Because mm. we had to control all the It was time to wipe out everything that we known and thought that I was and now tell myself, who I knew I was. And you had keys to just unlocking these cool, most amazing things that already lived on the inside of me. A lot of people uh, approach me struggling with getting their family or people around them to be on the shit that they on now that they feel like they're elevated. And oftentimes what the response is like, they obviously don't see the benefit and whatever you saying you doing, they don't see the change in you that you that you that you talking about. Like they're 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 not seeing the fruits of it to make it desirable for them. Because when you doing something that's desirable for them, you die. You hey, what's up? What's up with that? What got you looking like that? What got you feeling like that? What got you moving like that? What got you advancing in life like that? Like your results will speak for you, and people will be attracted to that shit. So you was doing something in your household that made other people attracted to, to that shit. Because mm-hmm. you attract how you feel, not how you look, Pastor King. Facts. Like, the world got us dressing up this outward appearance, <laughs> but you're going to attract how you feel about you. Regardless of how much you cover it up, regardless of how much you add on, you're going to attract how you feel. So I was now attracting the energy of how I was feeling, and it had to line up or move out of the way. Why do you call me Pastor King? Because it's it's like... You know, there's people that think I'm a pastor and there's people that think that my last name is King. 
Oh really? <laughs> what? So, why? I, so where 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 did that come from? What is what? Why? Yeah, why you call me Pastor King? It just seems fitting. It it's do you, Pastor King? <laughs> That's all. Um, <laughs> because like manifesting you is like everything they describe church should be. So Pastor, because okay. you are the pastor is how I see it. And so and then King is just the way you hold yourself. And we have a kingdom and one to be reckoned with, one that is here to teach and to heal and to make a change. That's right. So. That's right. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take a cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. So you've gotten this book. It's unlocked. It's, uh, it's, it's led you to the doors with the keys to unlock your divinity. You have a change in you that people around you can see. The, 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 the Greater Resistance Podcast. What starts this process of becoming a best-selling author? Was that something that you was going for? Is it like, or, you know, like what, what, how'd you get from getting this book to releasing a book a year later? Because I unlocked divinity. When I um, literally unlocked me, it just started happening. I picked up the phone. The lady was on my phone. She was like, "You call? No, you call me." And literally, it's the book people. She said what she said. She sent me the video, and the process started. But I had no intentions on writing the book. It literally was right there. And I've always wrought with me. I just never listened to me. And so this is the audacity finally gave me the opportunity to listen to myself. That was the only thing I had done. We prayed, we cried, we confided in people. We've been even what people wanted me to be. I've been all these other things, but intentionally listened, listening to me. And so I was gonna give myself this time, this chance to see what that could benefit me like. Cause I've seen what me doing this for other people benefit me. And then I always, for my best interest. Okay. And I had a lot of practice at doing what was right. So I was just gonna do that for me. And one of my models, cause I create models. So I was doing unto myself as I had done unto others. You got some models yeah. and, they're, and, they're, and they're powerful. A powerful one um, is a better you means a better me. You've been lighting up the world apparently with this phrase um, it worked on me it worked it worked on me I mean it made me feel so special hold on though because when I heard you say it to someone else I felt like well, she says that to everyone I thought that was a I thought I thought when you said a better you means a better me like it was Mm, like we was there and then I when mean, I meant cause you being you is what makes me so that is significant for everybody because you can't be no so I mean and I get that absolutely. but that's what I mean when I say it worked yeah. oh, like it made me feel that and feel the worth and the value of that you know, and oftentimes when we see worth and value, we often don't sh see it shared. That's good. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it was an adjustment, a shift, and it was like, oh, 
that's also that's even that's even more beautiful. But it did have that type of power and that type of effect. That's what I mean. And um, so to see it moving on an international level is uh, is pretty dope. It's it's dope to be here, like to allow myself to finally be present in my own moment, cause mm -hmm. I've been there for a lot of people, and I take none of that back. The one thing I wish is just I had considered me. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of things and never considered myself. And so now I'm just considering me and still get to do what I love to do, which is love on people. When I met you, you referred to yourself and uh, as multiple people. How y'all doing? What's, what, what, what was or, I mean, what was that about? How does that go? Is every I'm trying is to tell you yes. <laughs> Acknowledge all of us. This is great. And, and but for the first time, to me, it didn't, it, it made sense the way that you dealt with these multi, it didn't feel like you, it didn't seem like you had multiple personalities. It seemed like, I don't know what it seemed like, but it did, but it did, you know, it didn't, it just didn't seem off. It seemed like I could see how she compartmentalized maybe. You know herself, and but it's con now considering all parts of herself, and I think that's what it was. Like it didn't seem like these different versions of you is that you were considering all parts of yourself. Because I'm learning to see myself as the gift that I am, and I have multiple things about me that I love. So it's multi-dimensional, and I'm just acknowledging all those things and allowing them to express yeah. from those places. So multiple personalities, if that's what you want to say, or just expression. I know, I, yeah, I know. I think we're we're multi-dimensional beings, Absolutely. and once we learn that, um, sometimes we are that without knowing that. But once we realize it, then we start to hold ourselves accountable in each dimension, mm -hmm. and we start to do some amazing things. And that's your wholeness. That's you yeah. becoming one on all your dimensions. You're allowing yourself to acknowledge the energy and who you are at that dimension at that time right and so it's the when you allow one of those things to overtake your natural god state who you are yeah. is when it becomes the problem is when it becomes the Come in here, Deacon Clark. Come in here. And you go always, you, you, you kind of like help make this person because you would intentionally like when I get here, just like, oh, hype us up. It's like, we can really do this. Like, <laughs> you gonna let me do this? And for that laugh right there, when he was like, oh, yeah, no. It just, and I didn't know it at first. I promise you, I didn't know it. But then I realized, and he told me stuff like that's what he did. And I was like, okay. But we liked it. We didn't know it was okay to do. Yeah. Yeah, so just thank you. Welcome to the frequency that's all about turning you into a greater version of you. You are now tuned in to the Greater Resistance Podcast with me, the Manifest Mentor. Prior to me joining, I was in a very dark place. I joined MU a couple months ago. You know, everybody that I know says, like, you're not the same man, you know, mentally and spiritually, especially the way you speak. You speak with conviction. And I'm like, because I found my home, I found my place. I think much clearer now. I see things, you know, different. You know, it's been a life-changing experience. Um, Those that, you know, they're really looking for a change. Those that want to be around family. Those that just want to live a better life. Come join MU. The experience that I have here 
is not what I have at home. What do you I'm mean? I'm gonna be honest, that? in all honesty, this is home. It's not just a university. We are a tribe and a family. Join Manifest University today to be in my daily calls, my weekly classes, and a part of our 24-7 community. You can go to brianhippolite.com or doumu.com to join Manifest University today. This Greater Existence moment has been brought to you by the Greater Existence book, 111 Keys to Walking in Your Infinity. Get it in your life today. Go from lack and limitations to a lack of limitations at brianhippolite.com. The Greater Existence Podcast. What you said at I what you said at that moment when there was like <laughs> there was like so and so wanna buy it but they scared about what you said in it. You remember you remember what you said? I don't remember. I mean I won't i I'll never forget what you said. No, I remember saying this, but I don't remember who so and so was. But you people was tight and they didn't want to buy it because they were worried about what I said. And what you said too. That the book went about. What did I say? Tell me what I said. You said 
Then they shouldn't have did what oh, they did. Y'all ain't not saying what I said. If you afraid of what you yeah. did. Yeah, well then what did you do? Yeah, what did you do? Like what you say you scared? What you scared of? What did you do? The nation that did what they did. The, 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 the Greater Resistance Podcast. I gotta learn. Like I got to talk with my main chick. Like to hear her mommy preaching to me. You think I'm Deacon Clark? Mom is who. Listen, the apple didn't fall too far from the tree. I get to learn so much from a crackhead, cause that's all they ever described her to me as. Yeah. So. You say that's ever they that's that's all they ever described her to you as. Who is they? What are you, what are you, like the family members, people yeah. who ever talked about her. It was it was never anything, any attribute about her. It was she was a crackhead. Like that was the first words out of their mouth. So almost was like I couldn't. What I felt for her was like. It was forbidden to feel because y'all all feel this way about her. Mm. And everybody was trying to dictate and influence the way that you feel and understand. So, mm-hmm. so what? How, so when did you meet your mother? I met mom. Ooh, I met my mom. So when I was nine. So I think I've always knew her because she used to come around, but everyone only described her as a crackhead. So she wasn't the aunt that you really got to know or the person that you saw. I don't even think I acknowledge her as my aunt. I just used to see her. But when my grandma... So who, wait, wait, okay, I'm sorry. So who was your mom? At, at that point, I thought Auntie Patty was my mom. Why did you think Auntie Patty? Because Auntie Patty had me from when I was two, so she's what I remember. Okay. All right. So you thought your Aunt Patty was your mom? I did. See your mom throughout your childhood. You thought that it was just some a member of the family. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when do you find out that that's your mom? When I was nine, like nine, my grandmother called me in the room, and she she finally told me. not just another member of the family it's a crackhead right that they highly spoke about like literally this is how they just described this lady I didn't know anything else about her but this okay a new one and then everything changed like I described it as like the I the first identity crisis um my grandma room one way as the ideal child because I had a mother and a father and a sister and a brother. So this is ideal because in school you hear the children tease the other kids because they didn't have a mother and a father at home, but preferably a father. So I didn't have that. So when that happened it put me now in having that and now my mom is also a crackhead. It was not the life that I had thought I was just living. It's a very difficult thing to try to understand that at nine years old. And so it's a, that's third grade. 
second, third grade, something like that. Yeah. Don't and again we checked out, so like it was really disconnect. But so nine, that's what I know. Okay. <laughs> Fast. You're right. And. But that would connect the timeline for me because I stayed back in the third grade. Hence, my performance in school would have been really crappy. So a lot of how sometimes children performance in school is because of the environment now. So here we are now, and so so throughout your life, yeah. So once I found that mom was my mom, like I'm a like I instantly like loved her. In spite of this, is just how people would describe her to me, which made me feel the love that I want to get to know her. But it made me feel like it was wrong to do because nobody else talked about like it was okay to get to know her to all like I should even like her. Like there was something wrong with her because she right. had this condition is how I explain it. But I realized I'm so glad. Again, that characteristic of myself that speaks up when I get to know me, that we didn't allow myself to believe that. Like we wanted to love her so we chose to love her. And so um I would find her because mom was mom was straight thug, man. Mom was a straight thug, so I could put out the call for mom, and she would come. Like, I remember staying, um, I remember staying with, um, Vaughn and the girls, but I could put out the call for mom, and she would come. And what changed, or what allowed, what gave me the permission to, to be able to finally love my mom like I've always felt like I wanted to was my friend Precious Mom. Because she was the first person who didn't acknowledge my mother as a crackhead. And it was like, wait, so you see her too? So you see her like I see her? Yeah. And so I wanted to go with Mr. Oliver. And she was like, go find your mama. I'm like, auntie, like you clothe me, you bathe me, you house me. And she said, and I ain't your mama. And I was like, it was music to my ears because somebody finally acknowledged her as, as I always wanted to see her. So I went to go find mom. I went under the tree where Uncle Stephen was and put the word out and then mom came to the house. And I watched. You said I went under the tree. Yeah, so it was a tree where the people would gather and just sit and talk where you could get, like, we missed we need under the tree uncles and aunties again yeah Yeah, we don't have them no more like they was dropping the knowledge on the youth like they kept an eye they watched our neighborhoods when nobody just be able to come up with no gun because we watched our neighborhood yeah but yeah and um and mom came but i watched what happened to me happen to mom Cause when she was like, well, what you, I'm like, well, auntie, I said, I want to go with Mr. Oliver. Auntie said, I need to find you. She was like, well, she sitting there saying, she said that she not my mama. But the, the acknowledgement of someone acknowledging her, I saw the life in her. And so she gave she gave me what I always wanted, the reason that I could love mama, because she was like literally the first person that acknowledged her that way. Okay. And so that's why I describe it as being able to love my mom from her position and not her condition. 
because she had a condition of being a crackhead and they described crackheads as if like they're just this awful thing but they were humans they were mothers they was fathers they was doctors they were lawyers this drug just so happened landed in our cities and hit our streets and destroyed our families right and now my mom had a condition of the environment that she lived in and i could see still the mother in her although it was painted or made me to feel only to see that in her that's a this is a beautiful story so my next question was so did did you always have a a great relationship all you know all throughout life uh, or is it something that no got better in, 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 you know in time like once you it's like once you knew that that was your mom and she knew that, that she got that acknowledgement like did where did you guys go from there oh yeah, oh, we went there. Like, oh, we fought. And not because we wrestled not against flesh and blood. So, and then also the scripture, you honor thy mother and thy father that your days might be long. So, mom was verbally abusive and she could be physically abusive. But that didn't stop me from loving her. It was just what I acknowledged from her condition. And so, there was a time she called, said she wanted to get off drugs, so I moved her in with me, but we fought spiritually. Like, my car kind of, like, became the refuge because I did not want to get in the way of what I'm reaping the benefits of now. Welcome to the Greater Existence Podcast with me, Brian Hippolyte, the Manifest Mentor. For those who are looking for the accelerated path, sign up right now for the Greater Existence Coaching 12 dynamic sessions, four months of coaching in total. Greater shall you be, greater shall you do, greater shall you have. Sign up for the Greater Existence Coaching at BrianHippolite.com. And don't forget to take advantage of the payment plans. Don't forget my new EP, Love Letters, out now. Everywhere, all streaming platforms. Love Letters. Yeah. This is Skyfall, featuring Shannon LeGrand Range. Cross my heart and hold it die by your side. For you and I, put it all on the line. My favorite high, favorite piece of a pie. Worlds at war, I find peace in your eye. Against all odds, we gon' make it there. And if it's a problem, we gon' take it there. We got each other, we got it all. Holding hands in the sky. The, the, the Greater Resistance Podcast. You have you have a superpower, and that's what, what like what I really want someone to get from you, like this this ability to, as you just, uh, you know put it in your book, to see your mom from her position and and not in the condition like that. I mean, it it seems like it's a superpower the way that the way that we are, and and I you know include include myself. Um, to remove the judgment, to remove everything else that could be a layer separating you from love. Like, it seems like a superpower these days. How do you do that for someone who may even want to do that? But, I don't know, I, I wasn't wired that way. So... 
I definitely agree it's a superpower because I amaze myself that I have that I'm that I that I am it's just me and I would and I've tried to turn it off there's times I try to ignore it or so-called treat the person the way that they treated me and it, it doesn't work for me like it works for them <laughs> like it just I feel so guilty I feel like it just doesn't feel right I feel like I'm clogging my own system up that's, out, that's outside your natural frequency Ooh, okay hold on how did I word it the other day it had me moving in default mode and when I move in default mode I move in default mode I'm not being all of me and yeah, so that's that's my answer to that. Okay. Well, that's powerful. So all this started from you telling us this story of how uh, how you and your mother was on this trip and and how cool she was as you were doing some new and amazing things that you've recently manifested that have her uh, side by side with you. Um, what did you get from that? What did you learn? Because had I had I had I allowed myself to believe what only people described her as, I'll be missing out on stuff money could never give me. Like, oh my goodness! Like, yeah, I could be missing out on this very thing. So. Oh, it was so worth it, I guess, if that's what you want to say, to turn the other cheek, be the bigger person. But really, I just wanted to love her. So say what you want. I moved in the intention that I had for the situation because I just wanted to love her. I just want to love people, pretty much. And so that's how it's just always been. And so I realized that even when I don't want to do that, because it don't always come back that way. My mom and I fought spiritually. She almost she would taunt me with like little things, and I, it's in the book. Like you didn't put in on this. That was to her, cause you didn't. I told you she could be physically, verbally abusive sometimes. Like we had to get to know one another, and this is the beautiful thing of getting to know her from her condition, from being a woman, from being human. Not from the perspective of she my mother and she's supposed to have it all right and she should have did it all right. What what age are you at the, at this time that you're referring to? And what's which one? What like, I just said. As, as you're just saying. Now I now, have this okay. now complete understanding, but it's what I've always felt. I now just have the words to express it. So now why it's now being playing back to me and when my heart smiles. I've always knew, hence why we did what we did, because we knew it could always feel like this. Right. I didn't, it didn't look like it, but I, I just something said that if you move this way, just move. That's a beautiful thing, and you and you and you follow that high vibration, that high frequency, and 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 it led you to truth. The, 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 the Greater Resistance Podcast. Opposed to us going with the low vibration and frequency, the resentments, the judgment, all the things that build up the borders, the entitlement, the, you know, everything, everything that causes the separation, causing division, you know, in our in our lives and in our families. You just saw above all that. And 
and since have built a entire brand on that I shit. I think that's just so through it, cause it was there. Remember, I made pretty trees out of a lot of it, so okay. a lot of I didn't need. So Tell I saw these pretty it. trees. I think so I can see it, and because I can also see you, I see your condition, but I see your position, and I had that ability. So I would love people from the position. Ignoring the condition, but although being damaged and hurt and bruised from the condition Because I can see your position. I was harming me. It was hurting me. It was doing more damage than it was So I had to learn How did you get through life like that? It's a lot of bullshit coming away And it did, but we wore it well, hence why we kind of told ourselves It's okay that we stay here, but and that's when we got tired of my mess and was like we shouldn't have to we deserve what we put out. We deserve the love that we give. And I, I'm getting what people never said was real. What people said didn't exist. But we went to church today, me and mom. What's that? What's that that they said didn't exist? That I don't, whatever that I believed. Cause y'all don't believe, but for you to make me feel like I can't believe what I believe was the problem. And I'm a believer. <laughs> and because I believe, I can manifest the very thing. Talk to him. Yeah. Talk to him. So, we gonna create what we want. And that's what we do. And we connecting with other people who lead in the way. Okay, so I kinda said earlier, we are the heels to what's come without help. So when we stand up to a thing, when we face the wind, we can move the mountains, okay. right? All it's right. all right. It's all right. So when we do that very thing, when we stand up to that, you now become the hills to which cometh my help because you now are the example that I can do this, that I'm made of this. And I got the right to this. So that's what scripture meant when it says you look to the, your eyes can look to the hills to which cometh your help. Hence why we could, we should be, and we are the reflection of one another. Right. Absolutely. And this brand that you built that reflects all that. What is it that that you plan on doing? Like, what's the what's the purpose? What's the goal? We have a, an academy. Like, what is it that you're that, that you're going after, that's your mission. I realize since we're multidimensional, we learn on different frequencies. So I want to be a valuable and tangible resource to people when they're ready, because they got to be ready or it never. So just to be, to be valuable and tangible information to people, because I've learned from my experience. Hence why when we stand up, we can be the example. And we don't have to, there's nothing generationally cursed about us as a people. We're just generationally unlearned. So I wanna undo us repeating the same cycle of doing the same thing. Like we don't both have to fall in the same hole. If you watch me fall, how dare you come behind me and fall in the same hole. So just to encourage us to do if you want better, you do better. Yeah. Listen, the lyrics coming out fast again. That's I see your lyrics. Yeah, so, you, be, you, you, yeah. you be heavy on the, Listen, on the rotation of the music. Control. When I was control, all deleting. The good thing about being in a bunch of pieces, 
It's because I got to choose how I put myself back together again. The good, the wonderful part about feeling empty is because I was intentional about what I now felt myself up with, what I now filled me up with. And as we learned, we give from our salsa, so we never feel empty. That's right, dude. Come on. I know that's yes, right. Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, yeah. so, what's the mission? What's the move? The mission is to to generate restorative justice for my community and to restorative justice. Yes. That sounds nice. That sounds that sounds political. What's that? What's that mean? It's restore because we're storing what was taken or what we thought we lost because we are it. We just got to believe it. And, and so to restore those things, that was really taken, honestly. Because it was taken, it was covered up, it was hidden, was manipulated, it was stripped from us. All of that. So to restore that and acknowledge it, because it was real, but it's now that we can, we can restore what we thought that they took because we are it as a people when we come together, when we unite, when we join forces, and we when we learn from our mistakes. That then offers you to supersize, to upsize your consciousness. Because there comes a time where we gotta learn something different. And that's what Transformation Academy is about. And it's my heart language of loving people. And I get that I have to, in order to love, for them to, first for them to love them, but then for them to be a better them so they can make me a better me. Because I only benefit from you when you are the higher God self of who you are for yourself. You watering down don't benefit me. Because, so I referred it to the other day, I think on MU when we were talking. So it's like, it's like, building Ultimus Prime, the Transformers. So, my buddy, wherever I go, you go. So, when I'm feeling weak, I can put on one of my tribe members. But when you show up not being the best of you, I'm thinking I got a good tire, but you ain't a good tire today. So, I, in order for me to be the best me, I need you to be the best you. Because I'm gonna, I need you to be a reflection of who I already am. And so, it's not to capitalize off of people. I want to benefit from people because when you grow to your fullest potential naturally and do what you were designed and created to do, it then is an automatic key for me to do that and be that for me. So, that's it. There's a lot of people who may be lost in their environment and listening to the things that their environment tells them allow that to create their identity itself, right? You know, people often talk to, kind of like what you just said, people often talk about what was taken from us and what was stolen from us and wanting all that back. But the greatest thing that was taken from us was identity. And everything that you stand for, everything that you give Because that's all they needed to like, take, back. That's, the key. That's, all that, that's all that was needed. That's all they needed, and they knew yeah. that. And hence why they did a really fine job at doing that. Because we hate ourselves. They no longer had to do anything anymore. Right. 
chains with no but just let us loose and let us do yeah. what what they designed us to do and although that is a thing we get to now still change the narrative it's a real thing but what do we do now that we see it and we know it we counteract it and we be the very thing that they thought that they took away from us because at this point the way a lot of us behave slave um, as as slaves chains on our bodies would be a limitation of what we could do for the master for the for, you know for for what for for that slave master like because now with our minds in chain everywhere that we go everything that we do everything that we can impact and affect and reach is going to represent the slavehood the and, slave benefit and, ben and benefit them and benefit the master. them yeah yeah mm. oh so we gotta change that. We have to. We definitely have to change what's celebrated, what's championed in our and in you our, know, in you our know what I just heard, Pasky? That? That's the sound of a man working on the train. Cause is that not kind of how they felt yeah. at that moment? Yeah. Mm. Welcome to the Greater Existence Podcast with me, Brian Hippolyte, the Manifest Mentor. Manifest University impacts my life because it helps me have the accountability that I need. It shows me exactly the things that I need in being able to see myself in the ones around me. And then when I do have an issue, I can come and talk it through with them. Yes. You know, that's, that's important. Having that support system. Yes, it aligns with my children and how I interact with my children, how I help prepare them to have the tools they need for life. It's not just a university. We are a tribe and a family. Join Manifest University today to be in my daily calls, my weekly classes, and a part of our 24-7 community. You can go to brianhippolite.com or doumu.com to join Manifest University today. And I think what I'm saying you're my favorite one that got pain is I appreciate everyone that's been vibing to my new EP Love Letters This song is called Paintings And if you haven't heard it yet, it's streaming on all platforms You are now tuned in to The Greater Resistance Podcast And so there's an African proverb and I think I included it in the second book, but I know I verbally mentioned it. But it says that the tale of the lion, if the lion doesn't speak up, and I'm paraphrasing that, the 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 hunt will always tell of the hunter. It will always glorify the hunter. Right. So, if, the, if the lion doesn't speak up, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the story gonna the story, always yeah, glorify the hunter. Exactly. So it's time for us to speak up. It's time for us to be the example. It's time for us to be who we are and what we are. Like they did a good way of scrambling it up, but they, who we are, is who we are. The identity wasn't taken. It was covered up and misled. But we get to now be that. Now we get to be the example. We get to change the narrative. We get to rewrite the oracles. Yeah, because there's definitely a new world order coming in. For sure. And the community plays a valuable part in restorative justice. 
to be in a place where people can come to be restored, find keys to unlocking new ways to undoing the systematic stuff. This Hampson world that they got us on. Way. I went to my first city hall meeting. That was really cool. A city hall meeting? Mm-hmm. You talked to the city about some shit. I am. What you told the city? Well, I, I listen. I didn't tell, but I now know that I can tell, which is really exciting. And so they were talking about the community redevelopment in housing and how the low-income housing that's supposed to be in the neighborhood for those low-income families because of how much they pay us. Um, it sold out before they even opened, so it was never intended for the low-income families in the communities to live here. And just how are we bringing this into the... Like, so just real, the reality of what's happening if we don't change things. Because... We live in here, but they, there's a narrative that doesn't really care about the people in the land. It's okay that we help you. I do my nine to five, which benefits you. When we just talked about it. But where does it benefit me until we implement that and now stand up to be that and ensure that laws and things are in place for us? Yeah. That's powerful. That's powerful. Where can people get in contact with you? Get a hold of you, join your academy, get your books. Um, so it's, it's um but it's a heart thing dot us is where you can find Transformation Academy. And so you can find me there or Sierra Clark Refuge on Facebook and I am SMC Warrior on IG. And um yeah, and either way, there's a flow page link or there's there's a link. Listen, you won't be able to miss me because <laughs> I'm there. Because I'm intentional about my shit. Like, I'm intentional. Yeah, it's a whole real thing. It's, I'm serious. I'm intentional. And so, this is the thing. We have choice. We are all given choice. This is almost the scary part. Because that's the freedom that we have as being gods and being creators. Because we can create whatever it is that we want, honestly. And so, we have choice and my choice. I can worry about the choice that they're making. Or I can be intentional about my choice. And it's a hard thing. It's about you being a better you, which ultimately makes me a better me. So, I'm practicing what I'm preaching. I'm walking it like I'm talking it. I'm using my money to help you be a better version of you. Because there is an I in team. And the I is that I believe. Yeah, I'm telling you. So that's what it is, and that's what all those places you can find me. It's it's a heart language. It's a heart language. And how often do you do a class, or you do you do a? How often do you meet with your community? So we meet with the community every day. We got a Telegram group. You can meet us there. We also do 5 a.m. workouts on Naturally SMC, and um, yeah. And then there's the Facebook group, which is Transformation. You said, hold on, you're not going to speed past 5 a.m. workouts. Yeah. Like, you know, like y'all be getting up and working out at 5 in the morning? 5 a.m. So what kind of workouts y'all be doing? So we've been doing, so it's not really about working out. Disclaimer. Although we work out, we actually burn a sweat. But the point of 5 a.m. workout is for you to be intentional with you for you. 
So again, it's the, the art of your self-communication. We can communicate with everybody but ourselves, hence why life communicates with us really the way we communicate with ourselves. So you get a message from the heart coach. We work out 5 a.m. And it's just a way for you to have pillow talk with you before you go be superhero syndrome. So it was, so this is a workout, but not a physical workout. No, it's absolutely a physical workout. But it is really about, Tony Jones ex- describes it as spiritual activation, and then you snatch your waist low key. So this is about heart stimulation and transforming you. And we just do a little workout because it makes us snatch our waist low key. What if I don't want to snatch my waist? Then you just listen to the message because it's always a good word. Always something to stimulate your heart, which will transform the way you live. The, 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 the Greater Resistance Podcast. How y'all be snatching your waist, though? Because when, when you are intentional about anything, change happens. So, uh, we actually do do some workouts. Yeah, just be believe manifesting snatched waist. So, is it because you said it's not a workout, but it is a workout, it's a spiritual thing. But you said a physical thing takes place, yeah. Because you can, because because we being intentional, we do do something, so it's definitely going to your body will reap the benefits of you being consistent, just like your words will reap the benefits in your life when you are consistent about the way you speak about yourself. So, it's really just about consistency. Not really about the work, cause. Cause you could do anything if you commit to it at five in the morning. <laughs> no, but it's about committing to a, a greater of what you want for you, pretty much, and not looking for somebody else to get that to you, cause really they can't until you give it to yourself. And so it's it's about an inside out workout. It's about you knowing what you like. Inside out workout. Yeah, because it's nothing about your outward appearance. Inside that sounds out. like more than say. Yeah, it is. It, it feels as good. It feels as good. And so, because you get to, you get to decide how you want to start your day. Like, you get to speak that into the atmosphere. You get to turn those sweet nothings into sweet everythings, is as I referred it in the anthology. That's the title in the international bestseller not the book hey it's sweet nothing into sweet everything yes this one made you resident mr rizza islam on here one of the authors in this book as well we got um so this is the book that made you an international best-selling author it is uh but this book, Finding Sierra, is a best-selling author, as a best-selling book as well. This is the one, the first one that made you a best-selling author. It is. That's correct. Yes. Okay. And how many categories? Uh, I hear Pappy in my ear. Um, it's fifteen, but I have fifteen motherfucking categories. That's what I'm talking about. Best-selling author in 15 categories. Your first book? First time? I try to reach everybody because it's a heart language. And I tell you, I can hear it. So it's literally, it's all. it seems like it's all over. But, yeah, it's... Get the book. Get 
Because your only way out is in. Like you doing it the wrong way. You you, you the trying only to. Way out is in. Yeah, the I only like way it. out is in. Your only way to that life you want is you must go in. <laughs> you got to get to know you. Cause it's your knock. Tell me what's your key asking that I mem that I. That the knowledge I itself creates a love of self. A love of self demands a respect of self. Respect yourself, you're gonna create your boundaries, you're gonna create the things about you that you need to change so that it allows you to be better. Have respect yourself, have love yourself, but it all starts with what you are. You know who you are, you know who you are not. And that's a and that's a and that's a powerful thing. And that is the key that changed my life. <laughs> Just so y'all know. Hence why we have our own version of it. But that is what I read in the book that made me close the book. Because it said that you will continue to be mastered by yourself. And literally, I knew exactly what being mastered by myself felt like at that very moment. Like a puppet. Like you just, you have no control. Like it's, it's, uh... Yeah, and I was like, ooh. But to know that I could let that go, to know that I didn't have to, like, I didn't know that I didn't have to. I didn't know it was okay to say no. I didn't know it was all right to just speak how I feel because it might hurt your feelings, but it lets you know that this is how I feel about it. I remember getting, yeah, you got in an argument with yourself one time, and you told you that you wasn't sticking up for you. Mm. And, and you was pretty mad at you. At that, at that moment. Oh, yeah. Well, he was really... So, because your only way out is in. So, what I had locked on the inside of me, what felt like was now speaking up. But although it no longer wanted to be there, it couldn't trust where I was going to bring it out to. Because it was... It felt like, I watch You don't... We don't like it out there no better than we like it here. So you get to know us and want to know me, like, why should I, you don't, you're not helping us any better. And so it's like, you're not speaking up. I watch all these stuff. I had to reintroduce myself. I had to trust myself again. I had to show myself that I was going to stick up for me. That we were going to finally do unto myself as I had done unto others. Right. Cause I sticked up. I knew I listen. We, I, I knew how to be the very thing that I needed for myself. Cause I had always been it. And I finally allowed myself to do that. And and the benefits. The Steven Spielberg couldn't have wrote this. That's right. Like. Just to even talk about my mother, like I went into. Let's bring your mama in here. You gonna bring my mama here? Yeah, oh, let's bring Lord, mama that's in gonna here. be so interesting. But so to talk about, um, to talk about my mom, she is so she's hilarious too. Like this is where I get my sense of humor from. What, what's up? I'm forever grateful. How you doing? Yeah. Welcome to the frequency that's all about turning you into a greater version of you.
You are now tuned in to the Greater Resistance Podcast with me, the Manifest Mentor. Prior to me joining, I was in a very dark place. I joined MU a couple months ago. You know, everybody that I know says, like, you're not the same man, you know, mentally and spiritually, especially the way you speak. You speak with conviction. And I'm like, because I found my home, I found my place. I think much clearer now. I see things, you know, different. You know, it's been a life-changing experience. Um, Those that, you know, they really looking for a change. Those that want to be around family. Those that just want to live a better life. Come join MU. The experience that I have here is not what I have at home. What do you I'm going to be honest and no honesty. This is home. It's not just a university. We are a tribe and a family. Join Manifest University today to be in my daily calls, my weekly classes, and a part of our 24-7 community. You can go to brianhippolite.com or doumu.com to join Manifest University today. This Greater Existence moment has been brought to you by the Greater Existence book, 111 Keys to Walking in Your Infinity. Get it in your life today. Go from lack and limitations to a lack of limitations at brianhippolite.com. The Greater Existence Podcast. the root is that I wasn't doing that because literally I've done it all the other things that was the only thing and so that was the best decision that I made for me because it still gave me everything else that I wanted but from a healthier place so where it didn't make me feel all these other things and and I still get to love on people reap the benefits of me making those decisions and know that I felt that way for a reason. And so all even in the things that I think that I didn't listen to myself to, there's core things that I'm glad that was non-negotiable. Right? Because there's some stuff I didn't. We didn't get it all right. I didn't listen to myself every time. Hence why we needed your book to help the situation. But I said your book was different. It wasn't your average self-help book. It was um, it was the work that had been done that you can really read about that spoke to you from your experience. And to help you know that you can unlock that experience though. So not that you're just in it screaming like the mime and can't find your way out, but now you can get out of this. Like that's what that key said. I no longer had to be mastered by myself. It gave you permission to not be. What? That was the audacity. Was giving myself permission. So for some reason, I didn't know that I had it. I didn't know it was okay. And I'll take that. It's a lot of reasons that I could say that, but still, at the end of the day, it was it was me. It was me. Cause people loved me. People was always wanting to help me. I was afraid, or it felt like I didn't deserve, or whatever I had told myself. So I self sabotaged a lot of things. So 
And so when I got the knowledge of myself, the love of myself happened. So now the worth which brought on the respect. So I no longer had to teach people how to treat me. I treat myself that way and it lines everything else up with it. What's the worst investment that you've ever made? I don't think I've made a worse investment. Um, from this place that I'm in, nothing, every, everything was needed. It was all, it was necessary in my Fantasia voice. <laughs> yeah. It was necessary in my Fantasia voice. Yeah. So, no. Um... Yeah, and I remember time investing in the susu and that literally that was like five thousand, but we wanted to feel some type of way. But we we had so much joy that I couldn't let myself feel some type of way. It was like we was on, hey, you know that money gone, right? But I didn't need the money. And it was a time in the pandemic, so it was like somebody who made that investment might have really needed it. I'd have spent it or gave it to somebody or let it sit there. So I didn't see it as a loss because what I just now know that it's, it was so, oh that's that. That's what, that's what it be. That is exactly what it was. That, oh, and that transfer energy, we spoke of that. That's, ex oh, that's a good way that's to all, explain that's it. That's all it is. Uh -huh. that's, how, that's how I feel when, yeah. when it, when it oh, go down and out yeah. in, in, in an opposing way. That's 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 a transfer. Yeah. It's still it's still mine. It's still coming. It's still coming back. Like I mean, like, y'all seen y'all saw. I know y'all seen that. Right. Whoever wow. whoever keeping scope seen that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> somebody and, somebody and, seen that. Like that's 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 coming back. And I, I got the news at the moment. Like tears are running down my face because I'm watching Jingle Jingle, and it was. Just, it was giving me so much that that didn't mean nothing. It was explaining what about my grandfather's property, like this TV was really speaking to me. And that that's was- Because that's a movie. The Jingle Jingle is a movie. But I got the real phone call while literally the tears are down my face, but I'm understanding and overstanding what's to come. Don't know how it's gonna happen to look like, but I'm a believer. I think I said that earlier in this podcast. And so, I'm, I'm, if I believe everything else, why can't I believe what myself is telling me? So, I'm starting to believe these things, and they're happening, taken out of my mind, putting it in my possession. That's what manifesting is. Absolutely. And so, and I, I realize I like it, and I can do it. So, why am I not? So, it's become not just about my grandfather's property anymore. I want to help a daughter honor her father. Mom had a condition, so when granddad died, that wasn't the first on her list. She wants to do right and been doing right by that. And because I'm getting to know her from just being a woman, from being a human, outside of just being my mother, I want to help a daughter honor her father. And she wants them, so here's why we're doing to keep the property and do all these cool things. So, yeah. And, um, 
<laughs> and she's so cool. She's so funny, y'all. I'm telling you. She's so... Don't let... Listen, don't let her fool, y'all. That's all I'm trying to say. So, pretty much, she talked about, like, me being passed around to these identities. And one that speak of her condition. But it took the right person to be willing to turn the box. And so, you turned the box by just naturally being you, Pastor King. Because when I got this book, it made me want to crank so I can realize what was in this box. And so, and you turn it long enough, it pops out. So we, we out the box. We, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so that's what she was kind of saying earlier. And that's, oh, she said somebody let me out the box. So she was like, who let you out the box? And I was like, I don't know. I said, but one thing I do know is that we're not going back. By no, like not we, you can't because I'm never gonna let me. So your thing can't outweigh how I feel about me. So yeah. Mm -mm. You're out of the box now. I'm out of the box. Yes. I'm honored to play a slide. Like the jack in the box. You, you, y'all don't see the jack in the box. It's in the box. You know when it don't come out until somebody crank it. You could pass it here, there, and there, and they're just gonna look at it because it's just a box. Who told them to turn the handle? But so, what did you see that made you turn the handle, Pastor King? Because you could have just saw me as a box. Right. Before you answer that, there's a lady at Net Jenkins. So, my thing with her is, and I got a leaf in my car in symbolism of this. So, I felt like a stump, but she saw me as a tree. She turned the handle. Cause she the, saw the, me the, as the Greater Resistance Podcast. I wanted to be that, which made me stand up. And so you turned the box. What did you see? Like you you saw something in this box. Cause Mr. Oliver, like I could do it. I could go in the box. But you turned me by naturally just being yourself. But also, we're here now. And I'm a product of you. I'm a product of you in this great. The reason why I love it and the reason why it means so much when you say it is, be, is to answer your question. Is I seen that a better you than a better me. It works. See how that works? See how that felt? Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. Like you felt it. Like there's something about seeing someone who's going to take information, put it into practice, and just go for it to continue to, you know, to, to, to be just to be better. There's something about that that you got to love that you just got to be like, I, I just want to see how far they can take it. Because when I was writing this, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see wasn't even aiming for any of this to happen. So just just imagine where you're going to be in two in your in, in two years or four years or five years or twenty years. When with the intention and the clarity. Cause that's what I realized I was hitting bullseyes on things that I wasn't even trying to. So then I realized if I am more intentional with me, if I'm listening to my internal GPS and these things could really benefit me and work out for my good. So, yeah, mm, that was good.
what is it that you feel we suffer from as a culture, as a society, as people? What is it that you feel stops us from manifesting that greater version? I, I think we've kind of identified it as a lack of identity. Yeah, and I think I think that sums it up pretty good right there. I think that's a good foundation for that. And because we have this like identity and there's lots of reasons we can name truthful, actual, factual reasons. But to now allow ourselves to exist there in the identity that we now can see in ourselves. We now get to give, us, give ourselves that opportunity to do so. So I think it definitely is a, a lack of identity, but it was, it was a good narrative that taught us and intentionally put us on this put us took us off this track because we were definitely on it we we had an identity so it was an intentional taking us off of it so now just put the restorative of getting us back on track to be to be moving in power because mm -hmm. we've been we've, we've been powerless for a few generations yes. we've been we, you know definitely been out of alignment out of sync so you're moving it forward yeah and that's exactly what we're doing we are <laughs> it's motherland dreaming motherland dreaming that's what it is totally. cheers to it, <laughs> to it. motherland dreaming nope. and it's about to be a reality so it's no longer a dream it's realities and again they said this never existed. I put a PS in the back of the book for my godmama. Yeah. Cause said hearts didn't exist like mine. And I almost gave up. They almost had me believing it didn't. Had me almost believing against my natural internal feeling. And I realized that that's what was backing my system up. It's cause I wasn't allowing me to naturally be me in spite of anybody else's choice. To get to be the characteristic of who I am, which is love is an expression, it's totally a superpower. And to just allow myself to be that in spite of is the best feeling and also reaps me the best benefits. Welcome to the Greater Existence Podcast with me, Brian Hippolyte, the Manifest Mentor. Manifest University impacts my life because it helps me have the accountability that I need. It shows me exactly the things that I need in being able to see myself in the ones around me. And then when I do have an issue, I can come and talk it through with them. You know, that's, that's important. Having that support system. Yes, it aligns with my children and how I interact with my children, how I help prepare them to have the tools they need for life. It's not just a university. We are a tribe and a family. Join Manifest University today to be in my daily calls, my weekly classes, and a part of our 24-7 community. You can go to brianhippolite.com or doumu.com to join Manifest University today. And I think what I'm saying is you're my favorite one
I appreciate everyone that's been vibing to my new EP, Love Letters. This song is called Paintings, and if you haven't heard it yet, it's streaming on all platforms. You are now tuned in to the Greater Resistance Podcast. Now we talk about Manifest University. Obviously, that's our, our, our community of elevation. Um, we just had our fourth retreat in Orlando. That was absolutely amazing. What do you think was the best part of the retreat? I think the to watch the harmonizing of what we do Monday through Friday. No, okay, no, no. To watch the picture be painted of what we create from the morning calls and see these things in reality in the people, in your tribe members, in the family. And just watch us come together and to do what we do. That was, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, our biggest retreat yet. Yeah, I agree. Nearly yeah, 30 people came in from all over the country um, to chill with us in Orlando, Florida. And the workshop was amazing. Our exercise and our team building was 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 amazing. The parties were amazing. Um, lives were changed. Lives were changed. They did not leave the way they came. That's exactly what the agenda was. This time around, it was the this was more intention, and I think all the other all the previous retreats was like everyone getting together and hanging out. This one they had there was a clear intention. Big shout out to uh to Al Al, Al Tussin because because he approached me. This sounds like what do you want to happen? Do you want this to be another time where we just get together and everyone just has a good time with you? You know like. Or do you want it to have a more impactful pur- purpose? And you know, the right questions always lead us to the right answer, and the right answers bring us to the right clarity. So that sends us down a whole rabbit hole of how can we make sure that the people who came were not the same when they left, and just applying that intention to the, 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 the Greater Resistance Podcast. It's, 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 it's beautiful to watch, it's beautiful to see it from the distance, and I can just see it as. I'm grateful for you, for bringing, for bringing her into this dimension, for being the guardian. I didn't do what I did. You did, you did whatever you did. Tell Mom used to tell me, tell them, used to tell me about not giving birth. No, tell them. No. Mom used to say that she went to the hospital with a headache or a stomach ache. She woke up and the people gave her me. Tell them people. <laughs> <laughs> Thing about crackheads, but hey, let me tell you something. I was one. 
I was there. But I ran my own show. Yeah, a man, a man that run me. Yeah, they, they, they overrated. They overrated. Yeah, I mean, you got some women out there that do anything for a homeboy. I wasn't one of them. I wasn't one of them. I don't play that. Yeah. I wasn't one of them. Yeah, because my background and my upbringing didn't allow me to be what? No, you got a reputation in uh in Saint in Saint Pete. I know that's what they say, but it wasn't. They say you used to beat up a lot of men when you when that's you was young. Even in, even in high school, you don't remember beating all the men up. Why well, didn't I actually beat them? It's just that my upbringing, what I had, you know. I don't play that. Yeah. Don't put your hands where they don't belong. <laughs> where they don't belong. <laughs> It's simple principles out here. Simple principles, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. But yeah. I'm grateful she waited on me. She waited on me. Forever grateful. Forever grateful. Yes. Yes, yeah. Lord. Yeah, I went out in the streets one night, man. I couldn't make no money. But no money coming to me. Yeah, I ain't know what to do. But I went home. Man, I tell you, when I tell you, I cried all night, all night. I woke up the next morning, I was on the phone. Hey, honey, come get me, crying on the phone. Come get me, come get me. What you want, mama, I gotta go to work. I said, I don't give a damn about you got to go to work. Get here. Yeah, she said, you know I don't live here no more. I said, yeah, she literally, where she literally could want to talk on spray somewhere. Go check before the five. I said, okay. Yeah. Nothing else said. She came. I went. I got in the car. Started crying. I said, honey, I'm tired. I'm tired and I'm ready. Yeah, she said nothing. She said, go in the house, get your clothes, let's go. And that started my journey. That started my journey. That's all it takes. I was ready. Yeah. I was ready, so don't let them tell you about it. it always takes. You got to check yourself in a place and be subjected to all that crap. You ain't got to be subjected to nobody crap but one man. Yeah, yeah if you listen at it, yeah, you're here. Right. Yeah, and I finally listened at it. You've been telling me all the while, but you know, hard here. You know, make us all fast at it. But sooner or later, you'll get. You'll get it. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. Yeah. That, hey, it's time to stop. Time to stop. And that started my journey. That started my journey. Boy, have we been on a journey ever since. What's the greatest thing you've learned on your journey so far? Greatest thing I learned on my journey. Ah. To be forever grateful. <laughs> <laughs> To be forever grateful. To be, to be here. No matter what, what you do, what, what you into, your situation, you gotta be forever grateful. Cause it's gonna keep you elevated. Yeah. And like you say, may not walk through life. May my strive be graceful. If there's nothing else, let me have that. Let me be that. 
Because I can't control everything else. But just let me just... Hey, you know, my stride was always grateful because I didn't play. Right. Yeah, you know, I play out there. I play with them out there in the streets. But I never did do me. Yeah. And, hey, I made my money. I ain't not going, nothing tripping up my stride anyway. Yeah, no way, no way, no way, yeah. But, but I'm telling you, boy, we've been on that journey, boy. We've been through church, we've been through what? Here, what it is, honey? 15 years clean now? 15 years clean. Yeah. Ain't no looking back. Ain't no looking back. Ain't no looking back. But you had the power to just to, to make a change the moment you was ready. I have no choice. He told me it was over. I told you, I'll talk to you if it missed You'll talk to you if it Oh yeah, but let me tell you. Yeah, I slipped up one time. I slipped up one time, man. I, and when I tell you, the devil was so busy. When I tell you, he used to send me money. I used to just walk down the street, find a fifth of the other bill. That's how bad he wanted me back at his crew. Yeah. But let me tell you, he sent me something. I slipped up one time. As soon as you say you're going to stop doing it, it starts showing up for free, don't Yeah, it starts showing up for free. Don't it? Start showing up for free. Yeah, he'll send it to you. I'm trying to tell you. He'll send it to you. <laughs> I done found bags of it. Yeah, but I take it and gave it to my sister. As soon as I said, I'm about to stop smoking weed, my partner said, you can have all of this. Take a handful. Like, it's just free. I, just, I got something to help. He busy. He busy. I'm telling you. It was awesome. Yeah, let me tell you about that. I slipped up one time. Graduated and everything. Graduated. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. 
They said, you ain't gonna do you you graduate, I'll take you to the Bahamas. How about I ain't seen the Bahamas yet? But I don't graduate. You don't graduate, we gonna get you to the Bahamas then. Yeah. I don't know what they talking about. We gonna get you to the Bahamas. No, you graduate. No. What you do? You stay how how you stay committed? Cause it seems like that's the that's the that's the thing where people lack at. They might want better, they may decide that they really wanna have better. They might see all the things that they should have better for, but what makes you stay committed? I realize now I'm a mama. I'm a mama now. I wasn't there when he was little, but I'm here now. I'm unmovable. Yeah. I'm unstoppable. Yeah. yeah, and they are unstoppable. Like I told you, somebody let her out of the box. I don't know who, but somebody did it. Man, she ain't went back yet, so hey, I ain't got no choice but to go with the what? Go with the front. She going, I'm going. You know, she say, let's ride, let's ride. All I want to know is how many days I need to pay. I'm going. We got it. We on this journey. That's beautiful. We on this journey, ain't no stopping us. Yeah. What do you want to see happen? What I want to see happen. What do you, what, what, what you want to see happen? What is your, your wildest dreams where you and your daughter can take it? Where you going to impact? Because, I mean, you already, in my eyes, accomplished so much. I want to, I want us to, to be successful. I want to build some apartments for seniors that can actually afford a place to stay. Because this world is so crazy. You know, you only get a set amount that they give you on Social Security. And with these people raising rent and jacket rent, yeah, some They're not changing how much you get into That ain't changing yeah. nothing about what you get. Right. Yeah, but the rent steady going up. No, she used to say all the time that she went to the hospital. For one thing, when she woke up, the people come giving her a baby, and she was like, I didn't come here. <laughs> I didn't come here this way. What you mean, a baby? So, yeah, that was her. Yeah, she was like, I didn't come here like this. <laughs> you didn't say that? Mm. Welcome to the frequency that's all about turning you into a greater version of you. You are now tuned in to the Greater Resistance Podcast. Oh man, what a time. Another elevated conversation. I'm so thankful and forever grateful for international best-selling author Deacon Sierra Clark and her mother stopping by and uh, kicking it with me over here at the MU. Before I leave you, I want to leave you with key number 41 from the greater existence, 111 keys to walking in your infinity. It says it's time to think about what you think about. It also may be a good idea to chart out what you think about during the day, just to get some true data and analytics of where your mind spends at time. This will especially help if you've been having trouble focusing. You might just become highly intentional and begin to direct your focus. If you don't stay focused long enough to get momentum, you will not build up strength and endurance to make it past the distractions, let alone any opposing force. 
It's time to think about what you think about. That's key number 41 from the greater existence. 111 keys to unlocking your infinity. And that's available at BrianHippolite.com. It's been another amazing episode. And I've been honored to share this time with you. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Greater Existence Podcast. Share it. And let somebody know that you've been tapped in with me and Manifest University. It's been another elevated conversation. The Greater Existence Podcast. I'm Brian Hippolyte. Be great, be powerful, be God's. We're going to end this session with the Greater Existence Affirmations. And if you want more of it, it's available wherever you find your music. The Greater Existence Affirmations. I love all that is coming before me. I am an extension of source energy. I see endless opportunity and I will enjoy aligning with the ones that are aligned with me. I am elated to be in a place of alignment and opportunity. I like the forward motion feeling I am feeling. I see universal energy responding to my thoughts. I enjoy the assurance and confirmation I receive that I am in alignment with divine energy and operating on frequencies of abundance. I feel empowered and highly capable. I love that I am my greatest source of solution and no longer my biggest source of problem. I am at peace and experience thoughts of pleasure and abundance. I am happy that I am attracting aligned relationships that increase all that is positive within me. I enjoy seeing all that is great within me influence greatness on other people in other environments. I love the power I possess to be greater than I've ever been. I welcome my glory. I welcome an outpouring of God's abundance. I feel the presence of God in all that I do. I love the feeling of clarity and understanding that is within me. I am grateful for all of my experiences and I can see how they have prepared me to excel at this very moment. I love that I have released lack, accepted abundance and begun walking in my infinity. Authenticity brings me power, and I use that power to prosper in my divine purpose. Everything is working out for me. I have released all resistance to my abundance. I have laid down every mindset, action, reaction, behavior, and energy that creates a resistance to my peace, power, prosperity, 
enjoy. Today I will not create limitation. Today will be a day well lived. On this great day, I remain open to the pleasures life has to offer me and is here to bring me. Today I will get closer to my goals. Today I will avoid the distractions of anything not related to my purpose or goal. I will move in alignment with the vibration of my greatest self. I accept that I am exactly where I am supposed to be right now. And there is something that will add to my ability to have peace, power, prosperity, joy, and abundance. I find comfort in knowing the divine power within me knows the path I should take that will have the least resistance and offer the most joy. Today I will live out my purpose. I know and I understand that I have entered this space of reality at this time for a purpose greater than I. Today I will direct my thoughts and intentions in the directions of my purpose. I am aware that if I respond to things differently, I can get different things out of them. Today I will not relinquish my control over how I respond to the events of life. What happens throughout my day will not dictate my attitude, outlook, or how I feel. I have already made it up in my mind that peace, clarity, and purpose rule and reign in my life. I will only direct my energy towards what will bring an abundance of the things I want present in my life. I am connected to my highest vibration. I am connected to the infinite possibilities of peace, power, prosperity, joy and abundance. I am safe. I am secure. I am rooted in this present moment. My body is my home and I pledge to always build it up and never tear it down. My body is a safe home for my radiant spirit. I vibrate powerful, abundant, peaceful energy and attract this same energy in return. Deep inner peace is my natural state. I cultivate an atmosphere that promotes freedom of idea. If I am ever unsure, stillness brings the truth of myself back to me. I am grateful to know that I am always deeply loved and supported by this universe. 
I deeply appreciate my ability to remain calm and peaceful in all situations. I am grateful for the abundance of strength that radiates throughout my entire body. I build my life on the foundation of faith, peace, love, purpose, and alignment. I am whole and complete exactly as I am. I trust that my life is what it needs to be. I release and abandon every thought and path that offers resistance to my abundance. I have everything I need. I nurture my body with what it needs to flourish. I respect my body's need to rest and my mind's need to recharge. I am grateful for the current opportunity to reach my goals and highest potential. I love this feeling of high vibration. It is natural for me to experience love and joy. My life moves in harmony and ease. I will conduct my mind and emotions in a way that does not lead to stress or anxiety. Enjoy identifying my plan, creating my plan, and executing my plan. I rely on my inner knowing and intuition to guide me. I am fully present in this moment of gratitude. I am aware of the boundless amount of wonderful things that await me. day and I will be great in it. I embrace this new day and find joy in its arrival. Today I embrace the rhythm of life and let it unfold. I focus on action to create the life I want. On this great day, I know and I trust my intuition to take me in the right direction. This day is full of greatness and great things. There is greatness waiting for me today. Today I am overjoyed. Today, peace is with me. This is a new day, a new opportunity, a new beginning, a great opening of wonder, a gateway of infinite possibilities. I will find much purpose and fulfillment in this day. This day will bring me opportunities to expand my knowledge, my understanding, my strength, and my ability. I am great. I feel great. I am thinking great thoughts about myself and my life. I am showing up as the greatest version of me today. Today I will rise to the opportunity to be greater than I've ever been. Today is a great day and I will be great in it. This is my greater existence.